Check, check, check. Let's do this. Check, check, check. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, gather around to Wednesday's public episode of Red Pill Tamales. That's right. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, we've been doing this show for about two years. I'm coming at you live from Casa de Bling Studios. Uh, the weather is, is doing a whole bunch of malarkey today. And thankfully, I'm able to record from home. So this is the public episode. Shout out to all the members of the TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. Uh, you guys are getting some premium podcasts, some exclusive podcasts, strictly for the members of the TIA, strictly for the patrons, uh, dropping tomorrow and Friday. That's right. This is a three-episode type of week. <clears throat> Man, sorry, y'all. Whew, off to a rough start. But hey, um, I am on tour. For those of y'all who do not know, I'm a stand-up comedian. I am on tour. Next stops, uh, Waco, Texas, May 20th. Uh, we have the House of Blues in Houston, June 16th. We plan on selling it out. But if I were to believe it, it's my hometown. And I don't even think I performed here last year and maybe the year before last. But uh, <clears throat> we're coming in hot, man. Tickets are already selling. Get your tickets now at chingobling.com. All the links on there to all the cities. We're doing Chicago, San Diego, uh, a whole bunch of stops this year. So hit up the website, chingobling.com. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to approach these public episodes because, you know, the public episodes are the people normally that, like, aren't really that hardcore. They're not knowing about all the memes and all the different topics of discussion because there's so much going on. But uh, let me just set it off with this tweet that I found, and um, I'm surprised I didn't retweet it. So this is a lady who I guess was a Democrat her entire life. Uh, her Twitter is at NJ Beisner, N-J-B-E-I-S-N-E-R, <clears throat> Natalie Jean Beisner. Her tweet says this, and I want you to just peep game and pay attention, see how you feel about it, right? She says... I have been a Democrat my entire life. I live in Los Angeles. I was an actress for years. I voted for Obama, then Clinton. I couldn't wait to vote against the ban on gay marriage. I supported Planned Parenthood. I called J.K. Rowling turf. I read books like The New Jim Crow in an attempt to educate myself. I was a Democrat through and through, and more than that, I was even on board with wokeism, with equity, as opposed to equality, with intersectional feminism, etc. These people had me pretty much hook, line, and sinker. And she goes on, and I want to continue reading, but so far, can you relate to this? Was this you at one point? Is this you now, present day? Do you know somebody like this? Um, do you follow an artist like this? Like, Are you a fan of somebody that's like all out, intersectional feminism, whatever, whatever? <clears throat> All right, and she goes on. It's kind of long, so bear with me, but I think it's eye-opening. Porque yo también andaba, no así tanto así de woke, pero at the same time, carnal, the mainstream narrative, no, they had me fool. And then you, you realize you're kind of indoctrinated, and the other arguments from other points of view had been silent, censored, or just never really, you weren't really open to them. They didn't really come across uh, your desk. All right, so she goes on. Then, in summer 2020, I was encouraged to go out and engage 
in fiery but mostly peaceful protests, but was told it was still unsafe for me to go to work. That didn't make sense. Nothing around me made any sense whatsoever, and I really needed to go back to work. Whenever I brought this up, I was told I was being selfish or even racist. <clears throat> Indeed, whenever I saw talk, whether online or on corporate news, of those who took issue with lockdowns, it was always framed as an issue of selfishness, even of racism. For some reason, liberal folks had this idea that anyone remotely concerned over lockdowns <clears throat> was a wealthy white woman who just who was just bored and wanted to get her hair and nails done. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. I felt like screaming at everyone, who do you think does hair and nails? Hairdressers and nail artists, whose jobs are essential to them. <clears throat> everyone is an essential worker to himself and the people who may depend on him. What bothered me the most wasn't that these people disagree with me or that they had different ideas on how best to handle COVID or BLM unrest. What bothered me the most was that they absolutely refused to recognize I might have an, any honest reasons for disagreeing with them. And I had honest reasons for disagreeing with them. I and many others were being harmed by the tyrannical, overreaching, nonsensical response to COVID, especially in blue cities and states. That felt like a punch to the gut from the people I'd supported and aligned with all my life. So I walked away from the Democrat Party. They've proven me correct every damn day since then. Hashtag walk away. Oh, and I just realized there's a video, and um, it's got like a million views, and I wonder if it's her reading it. What bothered me the most was that these people absolutely refused to acknowledge that I might have any honest reason for disagreeing with them. And that felt like a punch in the gut, especially on top of the fact that I couldn't go to work, but I was being encouraged to go out and protest. Interesting. So many people change their, the way they view things, man. Like, the propaganda's thick. And uh, this is Red Pill Tamales. We talk about all this kind of stuff. To me, it's super interesting because these are important issues that will affect our families, our communities, our kids. Uh, there's so much going on. There's so much to talk about from, like, digital you know, currency and this centralized thing. And uh, they are we trying to go cashless? Are they trying to make us a cashless society? That's going to affect you. And that debate is going to take place on social media platforms, where there's bots, where there's paid shills, like people to get paid to just argue that side. <laughs> um, there's people who are so like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Like, just biased with their side of left or right or their par political party <clears throat> to where a lot of people, depending on who you follow and what news outlets you follow and what podcasts you listen to and what Twitter accounts you follow, some people you can already just guess that they're going to be like, oh, uh, you know, whatever the narrative is, whatever the argument is, like whether it's you got to take this medicine or all your tax dollars got to go to this one war, this one cause, and we have to, or else, you know. Um, there's just so much going on, but I, I want to check out these um, these tweets. We're going to keep it something like, something like, carnal. Um, man, bro, this right here, this right here, bro. All right, we always knew, we always knew there were pervs out there. We always knew there were like, I mean, whether it was like, 
you're just not only the elites, not only is there Epstein's Island and all this stuff, but a lot of this stuff is getting uncovered and they trying to normalize a lot of stuff. And this is kind of a disgusting subject, but shout out to at Sean Ryan 762. I think he's an ex-Navy SEAL, but he has a podcast. And um, This is the most evil, the most disturbing, <clears throat> and the darkest episode we have ever released on the Sean Ryan Show. It has to do with predators who are preying sexually on children. Ryan Montgomery, the number one ranked ethical hacker in the world, has dedicated his life to hacking into these websites and exposing the predators who are preying on our children to the world. This is going to save a lot of kids, and I want you to share share this with everybody you know the public needs to be informed of this and here's how the kids are going to be saved every parent that watches this will smarten up on what their kids doing on the internet every kid that watches this is going to smarten up and become aware of how prevalent this stuff is on the internet and every one of you predators that's watching this it's going to put the fear of god into you because when you're caught you will be humiliated and hopefully in prison that's how this is going to save these kids this is the most evil. Share, share, share. Um, <clears throat> very disturbing stuff, man. Very disturbing stuff. So he's, um, I guess he's interviewing this good hacker, uh, an ethical hacker, somebody that's able to tap in and see what the hell is really going on out there. And, and um, Bro, how many people need Jesus? Lord have mercy. We should be able to discuss these subjects. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people have written me off. It's like, ah, Chingo Bling, he's all, he hates his people, and he's a coconut, he's a sellout, he's a traitor, blah, 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 blah. Whatever little narrative opinion got assigned to them. He's anti-Mexican porque he used to be the Kenta Porzo. All the while, all the while he was closet MAGA Republican carnal. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, people can't just change their mind about certain things. But what Homeboy just talked about, what Sean Ryan just mentioned, this should be something that like everybody should be able to get behind, you know, whether it's John Leguizamo, Fools Gone Wild, I mean, Latino Hollywood, George Lopez, like, you know what I mean? There should be way more outrage and discussion and, like, how can you even argue against what he's saying? You know what I'm saying? Who's taking the side? You know what I mean? Like, the silence is deafening. Um, I know this conversation is going, this right, this particular subject is going to be jumping on the Discord. Uh, all the members of the Tia, all the patrons, patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. I mean, the folks on, on the Discord, man, you know, we, they, they play around a lot as memes and roasting and inside jokes and stuff like that. But one thing I will say is like, they're up to date and in tune with what's going on with Title 42 or the economy or what does it mean that all the countries are getting away from the dollar? You know, what fears do those countries have? Why are they getting away from the dollar? Is gold a good way to hedge against inflation? What is inflation? How, how bad does inflation have to get for it to be considered hyperinflation? You know what I mean? Title 42, what is that? How many folks can we sustain at once? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are they sending 1,500 troops? What are those troops going to be doing? What is Governor Abbott doing 
What can Texas do? Is this why they didn't want Kerry Lake to win? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, what, what ramifications are, will come from taking in 700,000 people at once? Or however many are expected to come. Like, we can't even get the real number. People done lost track. But I know, like, most of my raza, most of Latinos, we tend to be on the side of, like, nah, fool, like... They're just scapegoating immigrants. Trust me, I was that person for the longest. Like, nah, man, it's just, you know, this, this media, they trying to blame immigrants for everything. And how you going to tell me that this country's uh, founded by immigrants and, and uh, all of a sudden y'all want to pick and choose. All of a sudden y'all don't want no immigrants. And you telling me all these people don't contribute and these are honest, hardworking families. And, you know, my parents are immigrants. And it's like, that's cool, bro. We know. But, uh... Do you know what they're doing to these kids? Do you know what's happening to the women? Like, do you know who controls the border? Like, do you know that it's no longer just, just a regular coyote? Like, no, si, yo, yo conozco la pasada, si, pues me da lo que quiere, yo, la, yo los paso. Like, just small time, local, yokel type of situation versus like an industry of like the cartel working with the NGOs and just facilitating the transfer and like, the, the northern Mexico border area, some of that is kind of ungoverned. Who governs it? <laughs> the cartel. Working with who? What country? What they doing over there? What they got? How much fentanyl coming through? Who else sneaking in? What countries? How many? What they got? Who they with? Like, it's okay to be Latino and to be able to entertain these discussions and ask these questions. You know? Like I said, man, I was pretty indoctrinated. Everything from like college, you know, sociology class, just like what uh, celebrities say and athletes and um, Hollywood and everything is like victimization and victimhood. And, you know, they don't want us here, carnal. You know, they want our food. They want our culture. They like our music, but they don't want us here. And it's race and racism. And, you know, people, they're using privilege and they're supremacists and all this bull crap. And the minute you start to kind of like peep game and wake up, they ready to hit you with a label. Like, oh, you're not down with us no more? That cabron. So I think, um, I think that's like what Sean Ryan is talking about. There should be way more attention on it. I don't think people understand how, how widespread and how many people like that are out there in powerful places. Um, and how they are trying to normalize some shit, you know? Uh, I think the United Nations or something, they put out, a, they published a thing where they're like, we need to be empathetic of the, and, and this sounds disgusting, but they use an acronym, the, uh, you know, MAP people, because, you know, uh, we've seen, we've seen persecution of other groups using similar language, and, and it's like, whoa, 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 hold on, what? Y'all... The, the sickos are hiding behind marginalized groups of people, like trying to be like, we marginalized too, and don't let them, don't let them oppress us. It's like, hold on, bro. Leave the kids alone, all right? So these are important subjects, man. This is Red Pill Tamales. Um, this is the public episode. I just want to see where all my open-minded people are, man. This is RPT Studios on YouTube. Um, I think we're going to start uploading to Rumble again. Uh, we're on Rockfin. Obviously, I tweet about all this kind of stuff. You know, all, all this stuff's important. All this has ramifications 
in terms of your rights, your freedoms, you know, like, for example, the whole subject of uh, some of these perverted books that are in these libraries, in these schools, in these school districts, accessible to little kids. And people don't really, uh, uh, I feel like people that aren't really politically involved or don't really pay attention, they don't even know about that. They're like, ah, poco no, los, los niños los mandamos a la escuela y, ay, y los educa mi monito, no, sí. And it's like, bro, you don't even know what's in those libraries. Like some of those images, some of the things that are being depicted in there, some of the scenarios, adult-like content, uh, it's just a crazy rabbit hole where you're like, who approved this? Who's in charge of approve? Who? How did this book make it through? Like, wait, there's several. All these books got something nasty in them, and they're in the schools. You start to look at things, man, and and you start to get a little outraged. So, uh, here's some more breaking news, man. Follow Jorge Ventura on Twitter. We've had him on RPT, Red Pill Tamales. We've had him on the show um, at least once or twice. And this footage is impactful. The tweet says, Breaking, massive line of illegal immigrants turning themselves into immigration officials after Department of Homeland Security announced an enforcement operation on migrants who evaded Border Patrol agents in El Paso, meaning they snuck through. Majority of migrants in line are males from Venezuela. And here's the footage. Wow. Whole bunch of people, y'all. Um, for future episodes, I do want to produce the show where you can actually see right here. Like picture in picture. Pero chingo de gente, carnal. I mean, we got people coming from all over the world. And please don't try to label me something I'm not. I, I ain't got no hate in my blood. Don't try to say, like, oh, he's anti-Mexican. He's against his people. What happened? He used to be Mr. They can't deport us out. Like, bro, this, this image right here is on puros pelados. They got all the dudes. You don't know who's blending in. And, uh, like, I think it was, like, right before the 2020 election, I would say stuff on Twitter and on, on live, on Periscope, and I would, because I started talking more and more about the political stuff and I remember saying hey to all the members of the black community like y'all keep voting for this one particular party who uh, convinced y'all persuaded y'all y'all just been down with them been loyal for the most part not everybody but like for the most 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 part been down with whoever they present y'all and they always let y'all down and they turn around and do stuff like this which is like shuffle in a whole bunch of folks into the country, people that they're not citizens, but they're going to be needing, their kids going to have to go to school somewhere. They're going to need some health care from somewhere. They need a place to stay. Uh, there's all, You know what I mean? It's going to affect the housing, uh, wages, labor, Home Depot finna be lit. Si los mandan para Martha's Vineyard, se encabronan. Hey, you're racist. Pa' acá no. Y'all are racist because y'all are sending them here. Nobody picked up on that. How did Martha's Vineyard was like uh, Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis, they're right-wing extremists and they racist because they sending all their immigrants over here. And Abbott is like, bro, we fool. We got a lot already. And y'all said y'all were sanctuary city, so we're going to send y'all about 40 of them. And y'all couldn't handle it. So start peeping game, man. Start peeping the propaganda. Um, the border does not appear to be in control. 
you know, back when I was running around being young and ratchet, Mr. They Can't Deport Us All, and I was trying to be polarizing and, uh, you know, talk shit with my slogan, it's like the border was different. It, it wasn't even like this to where you have to look at it like from a real talk perspective, not, not just, ah, I don't care, uh, I believe what I want, uh, and, and actually have a real discussion, which is like, bro, can we just talk about the, the human trafficking? This, how many of these people going to be labor traffic, sex traffic? You know what I mean? Like, not to mention, not to mention everything else. Like, just that alone. Like, how is this, how is this compassionate? You know what I mean? Because they're just hell-bent on hurry up and getting them in. That's why every time they, they ask uh, Mallorcas or this administration, like, hey, bro, is this sustainable? Like, can we take on, like, how many is too many? To all my raza that's like, ah, forget Chingo Bling, he's a coconut trader, que la fregada, I forgot about his gente. Okay, what's the number, bro? <laughs> how many? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? How many? From where? Like, are we are we at least gonna check them? Like, hey man, who you with? What them tattoos mean? What's in your backpack? Are you? Do, did you take all your medicines? You know what I mean? Like, or get your health check at least. What what are you bringing? What you got? I mean, it's hard to even sneak in the damn orange in from Mexico. Like, no, esa tiene la semilla. Esa es non-GMO y we don't want it in, in America. Acá tiene que ser todo puro GMO, carnal. And it's like, bro, y'all already heard, man. They got buku uh, military-aged men coming from a certain country in Asia, which allegedly got beef. I mean, can we discuss that? Or is all of this off limits? <laughs> I'm 43, bro. I'm 43. I turned 44 this year. I mean... Do I really got to tap dance and tiptoe? Because I, we still make a whole bunch of just regular humorous chingo bling content. We got all the voiceovers and skits and deal who that gives you relationship advice. And I mean, we make all kind of content. We music, all kind of stuff, stand-up comedy tour. And it's like, are people still, like, where, where can they be, where can there be a forum where we can have mature adult discussions. Like, is all of this off uh, off limits? Like, once you were a comedian and you were a rapper, now you can't talk about what Sean Ryan was talking about? You can't talk about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they're controlling you to try and weaponize you to control me. Like, at what point are we mature enough to have a discussion? Like... It's kind of, these are, these are kind of some big topics. You would think Chingo Bling could talk about it for a half hour on YouTube and people not get their chornas all, ah, I'm upset, este way vendido, ah, coconut emoji. Like, like yo, we got to talk about some of this stuff. Uh, this is hilarious. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jake Shields, man. Jake Shields uh, on Twitter. He's at Jake Shields AJJ. American jiu-jitsu. And uh, he got this picture on here where it's like this really heavy set girl that went viral because she was on that whatever podcast where they bring in like six or seven chicks and it's like two like like a manosphere dudes, the dudes that are all about like, you know, you know, uh, women lose their value when they date around too much and blah, 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 blah. 
So anyway, it's this really heavy set girl. They they say she looked like Jabba the Hutt. And Jake Shields put the picture, and the picture has a headline. It says, self-proclaimed baddie cries in an Uber because she's a 10, but men at the club don't think so. In other words, you have truth and reality. <laughs> you have like a, a, uh, a certain uh, in nature standard of beauty, right? You have things like symmetry. There's certain things that are appealing to the eye, right? There's art. There's like some beautiful fine art. There's some paintings and portraits and there's negative space. And there's just certain things about the, the order of how the painting is to where it has natural beauty. However, postmodernism and calling everybody fat phobic and this phobic and transphobic and all the phobics, like just name calling people to where we can't have like a normal, regular standard. Everything is postmodern. Everything's like, it's open to your interpretation. You know, two plus two doesn't always equal four. But uh, when I had it reframed to me like this, which is two plus two equals four all the time, because God said, because God likes order. There's natural beauty in, in God's creations, the plants, the flowers, the trees, the oceans, the rivers. There's majestic things. You know, there's shades of color and symmetry and balance and, uh, you know, the way things grow organically and the way things occur in nature. There's just so much beauty out there. But you convince an entire woke soft millennial generation that being a man is bad being masculine is bad being strong is bad being tough is bad being able to fight is bad uh growing a garden growing your own food being a farmer is bad you know driving a car that runs on gas bad you know what i'm saying you eat soy you're virtuous you're overweight you're obese you're lesbian uh good you know um you're you're uh, you're changing your gender. You're undergoing surgeries for this, and 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 no, we we applaud you because you're brave. I mean, where my raza at, bro? Like, where all my like toxic machismo? Like, just just I know y'all out there, bro. Y'all just ain't talking about this stuff. I know all these fools, the jam corridos, all y'all ain't on some soft woke soy boy millennial shit. I know some of y'all like, nah, al hombre se respeta. A poco no. Like, I know some of y'all ain't down with all this stuff. But look at what they're doing to our military. Like, what a joke. I mean, I, I love my armed forces, but some of these high-up generals, some of these bureaucrats, some of these people that's calling shots, making it to where the average young American doesn't even want to sign up. They're like, bro, they don't even like me. They calling us... You know, like when they had the Coast Guard in D.C., they went through all their social media. They, were, they did a little purge and shit. And then they was like, oh, y'all got to take y'all's medicine. If you against that, you out. So they just little by little just, you got to be down with the same ideology. We're going to ostracize you. We're going to blame stuff on you. We're going to label you, name call you. So Jake Shields adds to the photo. And he said, if she had friends and family who cared about her... They would tell her she's morbidly obese. Instead, they likely tell her big is beautiful and she's fine the way she is. 
We are hurting people by not being honest with them. Um, sorry, my battery thing. Um, we're just modern day society, man. Like people just trying to like bend the truth and sugarcoat and applaud everything and encourage. Like it's kind of convenient. Like if you want to weaken a country and destabilize a culture and and confuse a generation and and pin people against each other, then you're gonna like force them to go along with some stuff that ain't even real, don't make sense. If you want to demoralize people, you will you will force them to go along with something that ain't natural, ain't true, and you're going to have to go along with it because if not they're going to ostracize you, label you, scapegoat you, call your names. And then you just now you just demoralize cuz you're like, "Bro, I'm the only person thinks 2 plus 2 equals 4." You know what I mean? Because they calling me all kind of stuff because I'm not on this, you know, big is beautiful. It's like, bro, first, that ain't even healthy. I mean, I guess you could be unhealthy and beautiful, I guess, but no, pobre chava. Uh, how y'all feel about Tucker Carlson getting booted from Fox News? Um, I've been knowing that Fox News is full of crap. I've been knowing and this is just more proof because uh, Tucker was the only one covering certain stuff. He was the only one that could talk about the laptop. He was the only one that could have Darren Beatty up there talking about Ray Epps, the dude who was on video, on camera, in the Capitol during that big old riot that people had on that day that they say is worst day since Pearl Harbor and 9-11. And it's the worst day since whatever, whatever, whatever. The media did their thing, every the whole mockingbird, and boy, I mean, you would think the intelligence agencies were running this whole operation. Y la gente se la creyeron. They're just like, no, carnal, hey, it was seditious, carnal, hey, they, chingo, they heard a cop, fool. And you're just trying to tell them, like, bro, who assigned you this opinion? Like, do you even know what you're talking about? Like, can I debunk that for you? Can I disabuse you of that narrative? Hey, why do you care so much? That's muy metido en ese jale, bro. That's muy metido en ese jale. And there it is. And then you get to the point where you're like, bro, I, I guess I'll just be quiet and mind my business. And then boom, you demoralize, and now ain't nobody talking about all this stuff. We just briefly... Uh, went a uh, uh, brief little overview. Let me see. Let me text my wife back. It's a rainy day. I'm working from home. Very blessed to be working from home. This is the public episode of RPT. Big shout out to all our sponsors, man. Uh, Mary's Creek Cattle Company, M3C. I like to call it MCCC. That's how you remember it real easy, man. That's how you go memorize the website. m 3 ctx.com you can reserve your beef man you can get half a calf half steer whole steer um i still got beef i mean i'm a customer i think we bought our half calf for our family oh man it's been a minute at uh, i want to say maybe like eight months Uh, might be a ballpark but now every time we go to the grocery store i never have to pick up ground beef or no kind of red meat uh i got a brisket defrosting i need to make some birria out of that 
Maybe going to try it in the crock pot. We shall see. But shout out to Mary's Creek Cattle Company, man, one of our sponsors. Uh, I need to schedule some YouTube videos with them where I'm going to drink like raw goat's milk, maybe eat um, beef heart. Um, I don't know what they're going to whip up for me, bro, but they're ranchers. They're based out of Texas. Beautiful family. Their mom makes some of the best tamales I've ever had. And I'm the tamale kingpin, bro. I didn't had a lot of tamales. But anyway, back to the show. Um, yo, so this, apparently there was like a Mexican guy who did a shooting. And they're saying that está tratando de medio Hitler, carnal. Um, I mean, they're trying to pin him with all kinds of stuff. They're, they're even... I don't know how much of this is real. I don't know how much of this is confirmed, but we'll, we'll end it on this subject. So this happened in Allen, Texas, man. Um, very, very tragic situation. But now these people on Twitter, I mean, the dude looked like, like an Edgar Cut straight out of TDC. He had a tattoo on his hand that anybody that's from Texas and knows what's up, they know who he was down with. But all of a sudden, they're like, nah, bro, he was down with uh, Nazis and all that. And he was a white supremacist who's brown. And then they're like, this is, this is messed up for Tim Pool. Shout out to Tim Pool. They're like, and he was a Tim Pool fan. It's like, oh, here we go. Basically, anytime anything happens, they're like, all right, how do we blame this on guns and Donald Trump? <laughs> Come on, son. Y'all can't just let a tragedy. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, let me see. So they ba the narrative, man, they want us to believe that a Mexican guy who just committed a mass shooting posted on a Russian social media site nobody's ever heard of about being a Nazi and being inspired by libs of TikTok. <laughs> they trying to throw libs of TikTok under the bus. And supposedly, they're also saying on this Russian website who allegedly was was from this Mexican gangster dog from Texas. Uh, apparently, he went and posted on this website. Like, I was inspired by libs of TikTok and Tim Cast. <laughs> they don't even know if that's really him. This is super psyop. This is hella psyop. Like, come on, son. It, <laughs> Where, where, come on, bro. What's really going on? Like, can I talk about this? Is this too deep? Is this considered puro tempo had aquí, carnal? They literally are trying to bring in libs of TikTok into this. But they won't tell us what mental health history, what pills was he on? Did he have an intelligence agency handler? You know what I'm saying? Was he being, I mean, I guess it's possible. That there's a, I mean, the dude looked like Tango Blast. I ain't, I ain't no snitch, but he had the, you know what I'm saying? He had the tattoo on his hand, bro. Come on. Everybody, like, that understands Texan prison gang culture is like, bro, that's, that ain't no, that ain't no Nazi, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't out here snitching, pointing fingers, and alleging, but it's like, come on. Anybody that's familiar with what's going on. Anybody that been to a pool hall or an ice house or then been around and seen, you know what I mean? You waiting on a DJ to play your shit. Well, guess what? It's, it's a couple thugs in the club. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so crazy. They're just, 
They're just, this is like the ghost of Kiev. Remember that? When they're like, there's a Ukrainian pilot who's going around, you know, saving the day like Top Gun. It's just like war propaganda, bro, to get everybody to want to fork over their tax dollars. They just all repeating this stuff. They're all retweeting this stuff. Um, make sure y'all tune, well, all the patrons, make sure y'all tune into the premium episodes. Um, I started this segment called uh, like Meme of the Day, where I just pull out one of the, like just the most powerful, funniest, impactful, impressive memes uh, of that day and just, you know, talk about it, show it, and have a good laugh. Uh, let's see what else we have here on Twitter. Make sure y'all follow me on Twitter too, man, if y'all like this kind of discussion. Uh, if not, don't follow me on Twitter. Just follow me everywhere else. Everywhere else, I'm not even going to address none of this. I'm going to just mind my business, keep my mouth shut, put on the mullet wig, dance around, act a fool, and just keep it something light, carnal. Uh, not really trying to stress y'all out more. But this just for all the open-minded, mature people that are like, man, I'm curious, bro. Let me hear what you got to say. And So what y'all be talking about over there in the Patreon? What, what is the TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency? Uh, let me see. Interesting. Oh, what? They said Katy Perry is malfunctioning again. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Let me see. Maybe something I tweeted I can um, show you in case y'all don't follow me. But things about to get real interesting on the border, man, with Title 42. If you're from uh, El Paso, Brownsville, Laredo, I believe some of these communities have declared a state of emergency um, they're trying to brace for this tidal wave of humanity. Um, and like I said earlier, this administration, they're not talking about stopping nothing. They don't want to keep Title 42 going. They don't want to pressure Mexico with tariffs. Like, hey, y'all got to help. You know what I'm saying? We, some of these people got to remain in Mexico. They got rid of all that. I think it was like day one, uh, Brandon came in. He was like, hey, no more of that remain in Mexico. So then that's when people just started getting dropped off like all over the place, Washington Heights, they just flying people around, you know, Virginia. All right, check out this. This is a powerful tweet, bro. I retweeted this. This is from the actor James Woods. His Twitter is at real James Woods. Let me know what y'all think in these comments, bro. This right here is powerful. He said, to make things perfectly clear, those who are proposing gun control, air quotes, are not proposing the eradication of guns. They are proposing the centralization of firearms in the hands of government, which is the very definition of totalitarianism. This is, as usual, only about power. Bro, once you start to frame things as like, you know, how government wants to take power away from the people a lot of this a lot of these moves will start to make sense a lot of this stuff that don't make sense you start to understand why they do it i think james woods makes an excellent point i mean if you're from texas and you're familiar with um somewhat familiar with texas history which i'm not an expert but you know there's a thing called come and take it it was like the battle of gonzalez i mean you still have these popular flags everywhere the come and take it flags with the cannon were basically, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was like a Mexican tyrant at the time was like, hey, Texas, y'all can't handle guns. And they were like, bitch, you see this cannon? Come and take it. I'll give it to you. Come over here and take it. So 
this just just goes back in time in terms of like in Texas, I think a lot of times people are like super Second Amendment because we understand that in our history they've tried to disarm folks. This ain't the first time. And it's real easy to like when you're not familiar with the Second Amendment, when you're not familiar with um history and what what governments have done once they disarm people, it's it's never good. I'm just look into that. I know we're on YouTube and stuff like that and I can't even really do a deep dive, but like I think people who aren't open to the Second Amendment or they're kind of afraid of guns, they're not really like comfortable around them or um, they hear only the arguments of the of the the things that are against. Like they hear Beth O'Rourke give a passionate description of these uh, uh, assault rifle weapons of war and, you know, and they're designed for the battlefield and you got these people and it's the guns that did it. They got up on their own and they, and it's guns kill people. They get up and they, and they walk around and they grow legs and then they start killing people because it's the guns. The guns are the problem. And, and then, of course, you know, it's easy to look at, like, some right-wing NRA people that are like, no, it's a mental health thing and it's, it's bad people with guns. That's why you need good people with guns to stop the bad people with the guns and all this. And it becomes this whole debate. And this debate been happening, I mean, shit, way before any of us were born. So, I mean, I think there's a reason that it's the Second Amendment. And I think there's a reason why, like, the Founding Fathers are like, nah, man, you got to keep something on you. Don't let them take that away. We're going to make that the Second Amendment. And then the free speech, that's important, too. That's why we're going to be the shit. And we're going to thrive over here. And we're freedom. And we're going to be number one. And that's why everyone's going to want to come here. Because we're going to be prosperous. Ini madres. You got people who just are anti-American. They just don't love America. I don't know what it is, bro. They don't like, I guess, capitalism, or they don't like the West. They don't like the Judeo-Christian West. And so many young people, so many people of this young generation have been persuaded and indoctrinated to hate their country, to think that it's racist to the core, <clears throat> to think that uh, people are being persuaded to think that, like, it's systemically set up. You know, it's not really about equal opportunity. It's about what we're going to have to do is take away from some and give it to everybody else. And we got to do reparations over here. And we got to open this up, let all these people come. And we got to be nice. And we also got to go patrol the world and have wars all the time. And we also got to, like, get rid of the dollar. And you're suffering and you're poor because capitalism. And it's like, bro, get off the boo-boo. And they censor for a reason. And free speech is important for a reason. And I don't know how many of y'all going to see this. <laughs> Maybe next year they'll go down a rabbit hole like, all right, let me see what Chingo talking about. All right, it's a 45-minute episode. Let me go ahead and tune in. But, hey, that's all I got for today, man. This, this episode right here is dedicated to all the people in the future that are going to come on back in the time machine and pull this up. Hopefully this is allowed to stay up because although it's very surface level material, I'm not going all deep. This is public episode, all the deep. You got to get, you know what I'm saying? You got to join the Patreon. You got to get these exclusive, the premium episodes. But on this public one, man, hopefully I left some breadcrumbs. And if any of this stuff resonates with you, just, you know, maybe leave a little comment, an emoji, 
you know, I don't want you to be like, I'm sorry, Chingo Bling, you were right, I was wrong. That's not what I'm here for. I don't want to be right. There's some stuff that I'm seeing where I'm like, oh, Lord have mercy. Please don't let this be what's going on. <laughs> Trust me, I don't want to be right. Uh, but hey, I know y'all got stuff to do. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is Red Pilt Miles. I am on tour. I'm headed to Waco, Texas. It's not going to be a bunch of political jokes, so... Don't be like, hey, talk about Dark Brandon. Talk about the laptop. Talk about Bud Light. Hey, you know, I might throw a couple jabs, but for the most part, it's just stand-up comedy, man. So, hey, come check out a show, uh, Waco, Texas, May 20th. Yeah, that's right around the corner, May 20th. And then I'll be signing some tequila bottles uh, at an undisclosed location. Stay posted. Some pie tequila in Houston. Uh, we're thinking June 10th. And I think that's a Saturday. And I think we're going to do like five to eight. So you can probably come through, buy a bottle, get it signed, you know, take it back to the crib before you go out or go home and enjoy it. You know, do your thing. But uh, June 16th, June 16th, House of Blues, House of Blues, Houston, Texas, Live Nation, House of Blues, Chingo Bling, Live Nation, House of Blues, Chingo Bling, June 16th. Get your tickets now, ChingoBling.com. Thank you all very much. I'll holler at y'all later. And I'm out. Peace.